It's Wednesday, January 12th, and this is episode 55 of the New England Casino and Gambling Podcast. Yay! Welcome to the New England Casino and Gambling Podcast, a production of AnytimeGambling.com, your complete coverage of New England casinos and recreational gambling. So you got your Duncan's Coffee ready? Because our next Wicked episode is going to be starting right now. Hey there and welcome back. It seems the biggest news happens to be about MGM's rebranding of its rewards program. Its new name is MGM Rewards. And there were a lot of changes that many people are weighing in on at this time. So we're going to let the dust settle and we're going to give our take next Wednesday. Today we're going to look at one of the major gambling innovations, the rewards card. You know what I'm talking about. It's that little plastic thing that tells the casinos how much you're playing and what you're playing and also the same plastic card that we seem to always lose while we're in the casino. So here we go. Almost any gambling hall you play at will have a players club these days. These loyalty clubs, one of many major gambling innovations, are free and are used to track your play. Signing up to be a Players Club member usually entitles the player to promotions and benefits and is free. Each club has tiers or levels. Benefits increase with each level that you happen to achieve. The early rewards cards actually had notches that matched up with your particular account. This was before the magnetic strip was put on the back of the card. I have hundreds of reward cards from all over the country, but there's one that is a real favorite of mine, one of the first cards I ever got when I went to Las Vegas, and that was at Lady Luck, which is now where Downtown Grand is in downtown Las Vegas. Before these cards, the pit bosses usually gave out discretionary comps to those players who thought they had earned it. Comps, or complimentaries, like buffets or high-priced meals to free rooms and airfare were possible at the boss's and host's discretion. Today, computer algorithms decide who gets what purely on their play registered on the player's rewards cards. Even table players are tied to their player's club decisions these days. Graded play, however, at the tables will still vary due to the pit boss's perception on your bet amount and the time played. Over the years, the casinos have experimented with many promotions to get you through the door. Free spins, slot plays, scratch cards, tournaments, table tournaments, you name it, they've tried almost everything. Many promotions are fun and can improve the player's advantage or close the gap. But remember, you've got to have your player's card in the machine or given to the pit boss for your play to be followed and counted. Rewards points are also a major innovation. They allow you to use your players points to eventually dine at their restaurants or shop at their retail stores. The fact is 
that player's points are redeemable. But again, only when you use your rewards card can you earn those particular points. Many casinos also keep track of your status point. Status or tier points are usually considered separate from redeemable points. Your status points accumulate depending on the game you play and the amount of time you play it. Games with a high EV or expected value, like Paigao Poker, will need more money than, let's say, Roulette. The EV translates into the higher house advantage. The higher the house edge, the quicker players earn status points. And the perfect example of this is the difference between playing slots and video poker. Because of the skill involved and how it lowers the house edge, playing video poker usually takes almost three times the coin in at the same denomination than slots. Slots will earn points quicker because of the high house edge. So here are some frequently asked questions concerning rewards cards. Do my points expire? Well, for your redeemable club points, usually the answer is no. However, for many casinos, if you have not played there for over a year, they will expire. And the period of time to earn status points is usually a year to hit a particular level and then you start all over again. Some casinos only use a six month period. So it's important to know how long you have to be able to earn points and to also be able to earn status points. Another question is how much money in equals actually one point? Points accumulate at different rates at each casino. Knowing how much money it takes to earn one point helps look for the best player advantage at different casinos. And when comparing different casinos, knowing how much money it takes to earn a point could be the difference between playing at one casino or another. You can ask staff, but I can tell you that they're gonna be extremely vague about this issue. Some casinos will give you a very specific of how many points equals $1. You can ask, and some casinos have very simple calculations. Again, it never hurts to ask. Does one point equal $1 when using my points? Well, this varies. Some properties such as MGM Springfield will charge you two points for each dollar in certain stores. Borgata, for example, in Atlantic City, uses the two points for $1 for their downstairs food court. It's important to know these things because that $5 burger that you buy could be costing you $10 worth of points. So buyer, beware. Here's an interesting question. Should you always use your rewards card? Yes, well, for the most part. But there are some exceptions. For example, if stopping in for a quick play and a drink, you might want to play without your card so that that small play doesn't mess up your ADT or your average daily theoretical. ADT is what casinos use to be able to determine your worth to the casino. And every time you have a small play with your card in, it lowers your worth to the casino. And one final question that you really need to know the answer to is how long is a gambling day? Know when the gambling day starts. For example, some start at midnight. Others start at 6 a.m. in the morning. Finally, remember, 
The three things casinos consider for tier levels and comps are your average bet amount, your time spent, and the game that's played. Usually casino marketing looks at the average of your last visit. So make your big play on one day and not a little bit over two or three days. And there you have it, a look at one of the greatest gaming innovations known to today, the rewards card. Hey, if you enjoyed this, please tell your friends and pass the word. And we hope to see you back next Wednesday where we talk about the new MGM rewards. Thanks for listening and see you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and post about it on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at AnytimeGambling, on Facebook at both AnytimeGambling.com, and by following me, Robin Aubin. And don't forget our website called, well, what do you think? AnytimeGambling.com. Remember, the NE stands for New England. And as we say at NETG, embrace the math, not the myth. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.